1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. The new Premiership season will kick off on August the 1st. Rangers get the pre-season friendlies underway and we'll hear from Callum McGregor at the end of Celtic's pre-season training camp. I'm Alison Conroy and joining me in the studio tonight is Mark Wilson. Well, it's positive news to, to end the week, mm-hmm. Alison, where the, the announcement that we have got the green light to go ahead. I don't think it was really in any doubt, but it's always good to get things rubber stamped, especially with the way things are going with the mm-hmm. government, with travel and... And such uh, And kind of Mixed messages From here to down south So It was good To get that rubber stamped And Rangers didn't wait about uh, You know Pre-season friendlies Given the green light They didn't wait about With Hamilton today mm. Got things up and running With their first game And they players will feel A whole lot better for that And I'm sure The Premiership clubs just now All be looking to do the same Over the weekend Get matches um, Arranged Get their players up and running For the league season starting in a couple of weeks' time. You can give us a call tonight on 01419511025 or tweet us at Clyde SSB. As you say, Mark, great news. Football can go ahead. The pre-season friendlies have started. Rangers playing Hamilton Ackies today in a closed doors, obviously, friendly at mm. the training ground. And Alfredo Morelos penalty. The Rangers, they won. And all their first team featured, with the exception of Stephen Davis, Ryan Jack, Alan McGregor, Philip Hellander and Nathan Patterson who are all have slight knocks. Yeah, well, it's now's not really the time to be taking any yeah. risks with players because, you know, with the, the league season, you know, just a couple of weeks away, two or three weeks away, that you're wanting everybody to start the season fresh. So you don't want to be taking any risks with these guys. But I'm sure the Rangers fans will be happy that, uh, you know, Calvin Bassett got a, a goal. Morelos back to back to scoring and they'll be looking for their top hit man to start the season in that kind of form um, but just getting 90 minutes you know it's okay getting into training with a full squad and, and doing you know 11 v 11 in training against your teammates it's not quite the same as coming up against another side uh, so it's the next step in, in which you'll, oh, there'll be a few steps along the way to get back to you know full match sharpness but it's a good first step Next will be obviously hosting the games behind closed doors in stadiums because remember there's, there's another difference between training ground games mm-hmm. and actually playing in a stadium. It just gets you to that step. It feels a wee bit more real when you play in the stadiums and then of course the next step is getting some supporters in. So we're well on our way. Celtic and Rangers of course are going to France for this pre-season Tournaments, so they've got games next weekend. Rangers also announcing that they're going to play at home to Motherwell on Saturday, twenty fifth of July, and at home to Coventry City as well. Mm. So you know they've got a few a few games lined up already, and yeah. I know that broadcast deals have been done for both Rangers and Celtic. That all pre season friendlies will be on television as well. Well, again, that's a bonus for the fans. I mean, these fans. It- I mean I'm finding it difficult Just now to watch English leagues <laughs> And uh, these players are fantastic But I've just lost interest Because it's it's not our football I, I want to be watching You know Players we're familiar with And players that we've got An active interest in And I'm sure the Celtic And Rangers fans Are the exact same They'll want to see their team How they're looking How they're shaping up 
And these games coming up Give the, the fans a, a perfect opportunity But more importantly than that It gives Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard An opportunity to give their full squads a run out yeah. They're going to need their full squads For this upcoming campaign These games that they have to cram in To this season They're going to come thick and fast You know you put in the European games European qualifiers into that The end of the Scottish Cup Full squads are going to be needed So this is the time to do it Clubs will be trying to arrange as many pre-season friendlies as they can get in Usually remember when the league starts Celtic and Rangers quite often have a pre-season glamour friendly After the league starts every mm-hmm. other season And I wonder if they'll try and I know the schedule's going to be so tight But they, they usually try and fit in a lot of these games To get their fringe players games And the, the time just now They'll be using that wisely To get everybody some minutes into their legs It's always said that you, you can't take too much From pre-season games It's not about the result It's about getting game, t- game time for the players But I think for the fans this season More than any other season They'll be excited even to watch a pre-season friendly Oh listen they'll be judged. You always are at Celtic Rangers You always mm-hmm. judged. I mean I remember going to America with Celtic In my first couple of seasons And being slaughtered in the press Because we were getting beat with teams I think like New England Revolution And things like that And or you know Celtic's off to a bad start It's it's a sign of things to come And it's a wee bit nonsense Because you don't really get up to speed Until that Or, or get a real taste for it Until you're walking out the tunnel On the first day of the season But I mean Having such a long way off The players will be desperate to get out there Desperate to get some competitive action and like you say there The fans will be desperate To actually watch some meaningful football Something that means something And not just watching Man City destroy teams uh, yeah. Or Liverpool, you know Ease to the league Things that actually mean something to them, And it's coming not too far And Rangers today as well The Europa League draw was made They found out if they beat Bayer Leverkusen On the 5th of August Obviously 3-1 down from the first leg If they beat them They'll play either Inter Milan or Getafe in the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Uh, uh, I wonder how many Rangers fans will be booking their tickets for <laughs> for Spain or Italy. Um, I doubt there'll be many. Yeah. Having seen, I mean, it'll take a, a, a tall order for that uh, result to be overturned. We've seen it in Europe before, but just seen the quality of Leverkusen. Now, you would then say... Well they've had a long way off Who knows But they've started back You know before us um, German football um, I think that's a A, a tall order um, You know Rangers will go there they'll, they'll give it their all I'm sure But Leverkusen Were real quality On the night Ibrox Possibly could have been more um, But look If a miracle does happen They overturn that score They have got A bit of a glamour tie In the next round how tricky a fixture is that for Stephen Gerrard when they start the season on the first, they play that in the fifth, they've then got another league game in the eighth and it's such a, a massive season domestically as well. I mean, that's that's what I mean about the games coming thick and fast. You want, uh, Actually, it's a good question. You wonder how he will manage that. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a big you, game, it's your open uh, league, but... I mean, we're, stranger things have happened in Europe. It, uh, as unlikely as it is, I think you'd be as well just actually... Going for it I mean mm-hmm. these players are fresh They're fresh They've had a long way off They'll get some pre-season games Under their belt I know it's a, a tight schedule That particular week If it was me I would go for it I would play my full strength squad And just go for it What have you got to lose? Every player's going to want To be involved in a European exactly. tie Exactly You know they've missed football For that long I know it's 
Behind closed doors But it's still a European glamour tie You know You're playing the continent Something a wee bit different You know The fans will be watching it The fans will be eager For some sort of miracle comeback If I'm a Rangers first team player I want to play in that game You know I want to play in every, uh, the three games But it's up to Stephen Gerrard to, to juggle that But I think he'll go for full strength That night It's different for Celtic Rangers This season as well Because normally they start With European qualifiers yeah, well, we've always argued, uh, especially on this show, that we don't get a, a fair crack at the European qualifiers, that, you know, other countries are well into their season, Scandinavian countries are well into their season, and we come a wee bit cold, well, the European qualifiers may come down further down the line, so surely that's got to put us in a good place for when our teams go into these European qualifiers, that they, they do have some league action under their belt, and they're ready to, to go into these, uh, because... The format's changed, so there's there's a, a you know a, a smaller scope you know to to fail you know you you can't just you know th- go into a, a tie flippantly and then say oh we'll dig ourselves out later on you know it's so tight the the uh, the margins here so it's better for us that we've got a few league games under our belt before we go into these European games. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five is the number. I want to go onto the phone shortly, but Mark, you might have seen me wincing or kind of looking a bit surprised when I. What's that? I thought you won the well then. What's no, up? well, Hibs have made another signing. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I did read this, and they've signed Alex Gogic now. They've signed Gogic, right? Okay. So well. obviously they signed Kevin Nisbet for a fee from Dunfermline. Yeah. They've brought in Dre Wright after he left St Johnson. They've now signed. Alex Gogic Who is obviously Former Hamilton Ackies Now Three uh, like First and foremost On the face yet Three, three good Very signings. good signings yep. I, I was impressed With Gogic last year mm-hmm. And I, I'm not surprised That he's He's moved on um, Right You know So much pace um, And an asset To any team in this But we know About his goal scoring But I've, I, If I'm in that Hibs dressing room And I've been yep. asked To take a wage cut or whatever way they've went down with the wage structure there, I'm not getting my full money anyway. That's and all I know. And then you see players being and signed bonuses, for a fee. When I see a yeah an undisclosed fee to bring people in, I'm thinking, well, hold on a minute, what's going on here? Now it's it's a tricky situation. Jack Ross does need to strengthen the squad. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, it just I would be on my mind sitting mm-hmm. there going. Well, I've been asked to do something t- for the benefit of this club, but, and I've done it. Yet they're spending money to bring players in, so maybe there's a wee bit more to it than what we are saying. But mm-hmm. just in the face of it, when I read it earlier, I thought, it was just after oh, we I discussed wonder, it, and then I just aye. looked, and they've just announced another signing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean, I wonder if other clubs will, will follow suit. Mm-hmm. Money is that tight these days, but at the same time, clubs do have to strengthen. You know, Jack Ross has a big job in his hands. Yeah. He's got, you know, a He's in charge of a great club with great prospects, um, and it's a tricky way. Uh, how do you how do you bolster your squad? I didn't think they'd be paying for players, but again, it might be there might be more to it, Alison, than than we know. But it just seemed a bit a bit um, a bit funny when I read it at okay. first. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. John and Paisley's giving us a call. Hello, John. How you doing, Alison? How you doing, Mark? All right, John. Okay. This guy against Liverpool, I think it's a bit of a bitch, actually. The Germans. They've got a Champions League game. They haven't played the first time, so I wouldn't say it's a win-off. 
I don't think the first goal should be scrapped because they're going to play the next round as a one-off. The Germans have been playing all the way through. We're going to start. If we're going to play an even kill, they play a one-off game. The three-one result, Ibrox get scrubbed. They're doing it in the Champions League. They're doing it in the Champions League. Now play or somebody haven't played any game, so they're going to play a one-off game to qualify for the next round of the Champions League. What's the difference? Why are we shooting the Germans? Because that's exactly what they're doing. They're playing to their, their tune because they're a bigger country. What? John, you, you can't scrap the first leg. Well, see, well tell, me, tell me, see the first leg? See the first leg, it never get played. Aye. It's meant to get played over two legs. Why are they not playing need two over? Why, uh, the first leg did get played. What are you talking about? Dude, I'm talking about the Champions League. Napoli in the Champions League. Listen what I'm saying, Mark. You see the jump in. The Champions League, there's a Champions League game in Napoli. Right. Hadn't they played the first round game? Right. So they're not going to play the two, the two legs. They're just going to play a one-off game. Aye, so you've just, you've, well, you've just said what the difference is. They've not played the first round game. Rangers yeah, and Leverkusen have played. played the first round game and Leverkusen no. beat Rangers. So is that not unfair to, to Leverkusen? No, no, really, because they've been playing all the way through and we well, haven't. Well, if Rangers were 3 1 up, would you understand if Leverkusen said, Can you just scrap that first leg and we'll play a one off? I haven't understand oh, that. Oh, John, away you go. Away you go. Hey, Mark, who are you go? Hold on a minute. Away you go. So you're you're taking a totally different situation and then saying, Oh, let's just What's apply the it. To... You've just said the difference in the situation. There's been no, no tie so played with Napoli. There's been no tie played with Napoli. So the the score so is the zero zero. Uh, John, wait up, let me say right. it because Napoli is zero zero. There's been no tie played. None. And Milan and Getafe, right. sorry, are the same. Yeah. There's been nothing played. A ball's not been yeah. kicked. Rangers and Leverkusen have so, played ninety minutes. So the tie is at halfway. You can't just then say to them, "By the way, we'll just that play." Doesn't matter. No. Right. We'll see the next round. See the next round of playing. They're not meant to play two games So they've just decided We'll just scrap the two-legged affair And play one-legged Tell me what the difference and that is Because you've already played, 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 played the game started, You've already about, started it about, No, but I'm talking about the next one Right We've occasion beat Rangers huh? And we uh-huh. go to the next round Yeah They're playing a mini-tournament One-off yeah. games Yeah What's the difference? Well, because they've had to change Why? it For no, one season they... only Because there's a global pandemic And they need to get the to- tournament finished Exactly so that's the difference but we, no, You we, keep asking what's the difference and you're, You know the we've difference We've not been playing football Hold it We've not been playing football But John that argument then works Every single season football. As we've just discussed That when um, Rangers or oh. Celtic Play European qualifiers Or any Scottish team Play European qualifiers They're quite often Playing against teams That are halfway through their season So does that argument Then go into Every tournament you play in? Well you've got to look at it What we're saying is a pandemic And a one-off Everything just comes into an affair, fair game. Scrub everything and it's a one-half game. I'm quite happy going to play Louboutins and Louboutins and a one-half game. I bet you, because you're three-one down. Hi, I know. I think every Rangers fan would be happy as well, John. If, if that was the case, I, think, I, think I don't think them. every Leverkusen fan would be happy. No, no, I don't. No, the Germans aren't that good anyway. The Germans don't to beat anybody. Well, if you don't think they're that good, then you can just go over and win the game. We will go and be, I said that already, but I just think everybody should start off on the same level. I think everybody should just get in a one-off game. There, I'll explain it a wee bit better. Every day, because of the pandemic, when we restart the Europa League and we restart the Champions League, all the scores and we all start off a one-off game. So Man United are 5-0 up from the first leg. Do you think they're going Forget to be happy it. to just, just scrap it and just play a one-off game? 
Why no? It means that everybody's in a leaving kale because a lot of people haven't been playing, a lot of clubs haven't been playing. But we the clubs, play that, the, the clubs that won the first leg will say, well, we're actually being disadvantaged because we won the first leg. There were so many clubs that haven't played either. They make it, uh, there are clubs in the same situation. Alison, there are clubs. If we're going to start everything, start to have it and make it a one off game, it doesn't matter where you're playing or not playing. Everything uh, starts because you've been a pandemic. But you're halfway through the tie. That's all right going through ties that have completed or not started the tie. That's right. I get what you're saying and that's what UEFA have went down. But ties that have already started and are halfway through, you can't then just say, no, nah, that's that's scrapped. Let's just have a right, have a one-off right, game. Matt, Matt, it can't happen. What have we had to start back playing for? Where have they been The Germans have been playing all the way through. It's no Rangers' fault that no, I mean the league get called early. That's not Rangers' fault because we're not getting punished twice. Because we could, we could, we we could still be playing for it, but if the Scottish government the way is, because we could have started back, we could be back. Well, we can't blame the Scottish government just saying it was a pandemic. There no, was a reason the why they wouldn't league, let you play football. But, right, but the Scottish league, the Scottish league could have waited the same as everybody else and played it behind closed doors. They could have waited, but they didn't. They? But they only got so the green light funny. today to play football. So you're trying to say that from today the season could have been played to a finish. Well, why, why, is, why is England doing it then? Scotland couldn't they tell me what is the difference? Because it's different decisions from different you're governments. You're you need to phone Nicola Sturgeon. Get Nicola on the phone, John. I, 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 I wish I could get Nicola on the phone because <laughs> you know what I mean. She's banged up. She's banged up to the country anyway. So uh, yeah, tell her to phone Leverkusen as well while you're there. See if we can get that tie scrapped. Thank you to John and Paisley for his call. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're back after the travel with Stephen. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson here with me. Alison Conroy on Clyde One Super Scoreboard until 7 o'clock tonight. Well, of course, Celtic have been away this week down south, Mark, at Loughborough University on their pre season training camp. Callum McGregor spoke to us today on Zoom, insisting Celtic have to block out all the noise as they bid for a 10th successive title. They're at the end of that training camp at Loughborough before heading to France for those pre season friendlies. For, for the group, it's, you know, it's very much um, business as usual. We're, we're back in as a group and we understand the challenge that's ahead of us, but, you know, the, the, the reason why we've been so successful. And in the past is because of the way that we work. We we take every game at a time. You know we don't look too far ahead, and you know that's that that's the success that we've been built on. So we understand what's in the background, but you know ultimately for us we have to focus on the next training session, the next game. You know when they when they start to come around, and and if we can always improve every day, then you've got a great chance of winning um, come the match day. And and that message has to stay the same. We have to try and block out all the noise coming from everywhere else and, and just look at the next game and, and keep trying to improve as, as individuals and collectively as a group. Got to block out the noise. Yeah, I think he's spot on there. Uh, I mean, the, the pressure that's going to be on the Celtic players this year is going to be immense. Uh, well, on both sides, you know, Rangers for stopping Celtic, but Celtic, you know, I, I see their, you know, on their Instagram today and the things have put, you know, a, a decade in the, in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you know that must weigh heavy on their shoulders. They must be you know dying to get back and complete it. But going through a decade and being so successful, and the last three years in particular with the treble, treble, you know, and you've got one more to to go down in history. 
the, the first team to do 10 in a row I mean that's that's a big ask but they're they're fortunate in the in the sense that they've got guys who have dealt with major pressure before mm-hmm. Callum McGregor being one of them you know to go through uh, the amount of championships he's done but especially in the last three years where uh, first of all they had the pressure of winning the treble something that's not been done an awful lot in, in Scottish football and then to go you know the double treble the treble these players have dealt with pressure when it's been put upon them uh, and They've never faltered, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the past seasons. So they're fortunate that they've still got that group with your Scott Browns and your James Forrest, even you can throw Ayer in there, who's who's been around. Um, Edwards obviously played a part over the last couple of years. So they've got a group who understands what it is to deal with pressure at Celtic Park, to deal with pressure when it comes to winning cups at Hamden. And that's what's going to put them in good stead. And, you know, they're away in Loughborough just now. I'm sure the players will love that. It's been a long time. We're touching on Rangers there, been, uh, having the closed-door game. But just getting away with your team. These Remember, these guys are used to going away with their squad yeah. every single year for probably the last 15 uh, seasons of their life. So getting away with a group, it's great to get away, working your fitness, working your sharpness, and then go away to France and squeeze in these pre-season games to get them up to speed and they'll be dying to get back for that first game of the season they'll be dying to walk out there in Celtic Park and flag day get it unfurled and just get on with business because there's a lot of talk just now you know there's a lot of hype will Rangers strengthen to stop them who will Celtic bring in to get over the line in 10 these guys will just want to get in there and start playing and start the season off as quickly as possible Neil Lennon said that part of the pre-season needs to be teaching them how to play without fans I said to Callum today "How, how do you do that? And he says we we don't. He said, you know, you can you can, you know, try. He said, but it's something that we just don't know about. No player plays without fans. He says it's something that we're all just going to have to deal with. It's weird because I only ever remember playing at Celtic Park once, I think, without fans, Mm -hmm. and it was in a I played a reserve game against Chelsea. I think it was Chelsea. Came up and we played a reserve game in Celtic Park, and it was uh, it was a strange experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we had we had a decent enough side out, but it was just you could hear every shout. It's just not the same. Yeah, yeah. It, it's far from uh, uh, obviously at sixty thousand Celtic Park is a brilliant experience. You know, it gets you hyped up. The pressure it's on you to perform, and that brings the best out in, in a lot of players. You know, if you're good enough for Celtic, you see it brings the best out. Some players crumble, and they don't last at Celtic and Rangers in these situations. But it's it's going to be tricky for the players. But there's no doubt about it Your ability never goes These guys who've been through the mill And won all these trophies Their mm-hmm. ability's never going to fade But will take a wee bit of getting used to it It's going to be an odd experience for them Well on the flip of that Hamilton captain Brian Easton's hoping Playing inside an empty Celtic Park Will be an advantage to them They of course head there On the opening weekend of the new season And Easton says They all need to use it to their benefit You go to Celtic Park Or Ibrox or places like that You're already up against it When um, you know when you've got 50,000, 60,000 fans that are able to give the home team a lift when even when you're doing well, it's a, it's a big disadvantage for us. So, I mean, it's still going to be really tough for these places, but I think uh, we'll be happier having uh, uh, the, the empty stadium there than I'm sure the, the Celtic players will at the start of the season. It's going to be interesting to see what it's like to actually play a competitive game you know, behind closed doors. As you say, it's, it's still Celtic we're up against. You know, you still know they'll get very good players and you can't really rely on things like uh, a lack of a crowd there to give you advantage. 
Now he won't be playing because he's had ankle surgery, yeah. so he's out for a couple of months. But <laughs> so he can um, say that. He can say that. <laughs> and I don't his team under the bus, sir. It is, but it is one of them that they have to hope that it helps them because you yeah. know when the likes of Hamilton Ackies or St Mirren go to Celtic Park. Of, of course, at times they have taken some from the game, but it's very difficult when you've got you know it's the same as going to Ibrox or these they, big stadiums. Well, the crowd does play a part. There's no doubt about it. You know, we've seen in German football. You know the amount of away wins that's been racked up in the mm-hmm. opening month or so of the 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 season, um, but I still do I, I still do think it has an effect in Scotland and players, especially younger players who are going to these places for the first time. Sixty thousand, fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. It's an intimidating thing to to go and perform in front of that amount of people. You know, one mistake that crowd got on your back and quickly you can go under. Um, and they're playing against you know a, a Celtic team who are used to that. Um, but he touched on it at the end there Still playing against a Celtic team Full of quality You know Who You know Might just go the other way They might be relaxed enough To To do things off the cuff It could work out even Even worse for Hamilton So you never know But um, There's no doubt The crowd does Influence The home team There's no doubt about it Especially at Celtic Park It gives them that lift That drives them on When they're Maybe Plays a wee bit too slow Building up It gets them to speed it up But there's no doubt about it They're against quality players And they're going to find it Incredibly mm. difficult In that opening day 01419511025 Is the number And John and Knightswood's Given us a call Hello John Hi there Just a call uh, About the first What the first caller on there About yep. the, the The Rangers game Being starting for scratch Yes I thought I actually for Honest I thought I had to Pull out of the car Because uh, I thought it was comedy I wasn't Clyde John, I thought you were going to say I agree with him there. I was going to, I was going to leave. <laughs> no, no, he was halfway I, I, out I, the I door. Was, oh. I could actually hear you laughing, Mark, as well. I, I wasn't laughing. I was, I, I was astonished. But uh, no, I don't think, I don't think that. Oh, I don't think UEFA will take that one on board. That's for sure. No, 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 no. I just, I just, I just honest, I, I, I had to pull out because it was just so funny. You know, I couldn't believe how how, how somebody could come commit with something so audacious. You know. Uh, well, that's the thing. I mean, it's pro- uh, John. The previous John's probably looked at the tie and thought, you know, it's it's going to be a a really tall order there. We've seen how good Leverkusen were. You know, yeah, at, exactly. At, at they're a good side. Uh, you know, they're a good side. And these one one legged affairs, it's fair because nothing has started. So they're trying to cram too many games in, but yeah, no, you, you can't for the me, life of me. Wrong. Scrap it. Mean, I know they say they have been playing there. Their, their games and that and Rangers having I can understand that I can understand the three point there that's the bit it says but they're getting over there with any crowds they may actually work, work in their favour as you said just two minutes ago a lot of the, a lot of away wins in the Bundesliga since the restart yeah mm-hmm. I, I, well that, I, that is yeah. true but I, again the, the previous John he was right in that respect we did touch on it at the start of the show that the German football had started before you know that I don't think you can beat having you know, five to ten games under your belt. Um, you know, competitive well. games. So yep. it is going to put them at a, a slight advantage. So there's there's no getting away from that from a Rangers yeah. point of view. And you know, as you know yourself, Matt, being a player like myself, pre seasons it's not the same. No, you know, no. It's, it's just not the same. When you're going to a competitive, there's it's just a there's a couple of levels up again. You know, as yeah, exactly right. Pre season's fine. First few games always took pre season in stages. First few games were obviously against your lower ranked teams in Europe. 
you were getting your fitness, you know, it, it was always poor and slow. Yeah. Then you, you stepped it up again. But yeah. even in your last, you always try to make your last preseason game one of the glamour ties against a good side. But it was, it. Never, it was never, ever the pace uh, going the following week at yeah. home to say a Kilmarnock on the opening day of the season. It was never the same. Yeah. It was still a step up. So oh, that, exactly. That's the difficulty exactly. that faces Rangers going, going into that Leverkusen tie. Yep. No, no, my, my, my sentiments exactly. I echo everything you said there. Thank you, John. That was John in Knightswood. I've got Paul and Kirk and Tillich on the line as well. Hello, Paul. Hi, Alison. Hi, Mark. Hello. Hi, Paul. Can I speak to Mark, please? Yeah. Hi, Mark. Good to speak to you. I've not spoken to you for a year. Uh, Mark, my, my main point is going to be what you think, how you think the league campaign will turn out and how you think we'll win the league. But just observations over the last couple of weeks I'll let you comment on uh, <clears throat> so still get it and listen to the calls as well still get it that the Rangers fans are still raging that Celtic have won nine in a row understandably so but they're not accepting that, that it was won the current name it was given that's fine they were given second place as well uh, Peter Lawwell was getting in the neck the mafiosa godfather of the SFA again that's how Celtic won the league uh, I was listening to the guy earlier on. Is Peter Lawwell went to do with German football? Because he's hacked off that this is happening. Again, it's excuses. Excuse after excuse. The fixer list, excuse after excuse. I mean, come on. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is great. A great listening for the Celtic fans. But already sounds like they're running out of excuses and they're cranking it right up before they've even kicked a ball. Well, the, listen, the Rangers fans haven't taken Celtic... You know, winning nine in a row um, lightly. Mm-hmm. You know, especially I've been listening to the show all week, and it's been, you know, a lot of Rangers fans complaining about the fixture list and 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 this that and the next thing. But they must be they must be desperate to get football back up and running. You know, they must be desperate to 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 see an improvement from last the way they finished last season to to how they start this season. And but they're up against it again. I t- Paul, going back to it, I touched on it. There's Major pressure on both sets of players here Because Rangers They have to stop Celtic Winning 10 in a row As the be all and end all You know there's no getting away from that We're not overhyping it That is it mm-hmm. That's the, the task that faced Stephen Gerrard And for Celtic the pressure is Sustaining it And, and continuing to to win and, and you know Have won over Rangers So when you asked me at the start who, who do I think Or which way the title's going to go I mean looking at it just now Looking at the Celtic squad just now you, You've got to say It's still I think for me uh, Quite a bit ahead of the Rangers squad Now in terms of quality And in terms of Winning mentality What they've been through um, Players who've played together for years I still think Celtic Are further ahead Now Steven Gerrard Whether he gets money or not That's that remains to be seen um, And he might Well go out And have a real go at this um, But for me just now Celtic are Still The favourites for that title Mark do you think that uh, I'm, I'm just listening to stuff Do you think that The Rangers supporters Realise that they're going to Actually have to win it On the park Well, they have, well yeah. I'm sure they realise yeah, that now I mean it's not going to uh, No decisions are going to be Reversed now I mean I've been in the studio Since the start Since you know, we had we had all sorts of statements coming out yeah. and and votes and things like that, and everything has 
You think everything's going to be It's always going to be dragged up in, in, in our show and Or what ifs But it's gone That's it It's done now The the real talking has to be done By the Rangers players And manager on the pitch And I'm sure that's what Stephen Gerrard Is hoping for To get his players Out on the pitch And start showing That they can compete with Celtic At the top So Paul they've got no choice I mean it's It's a it's one of the biggest seasons In their history This uh, And it, it's the same for Celtic On the other side as well Okay thank you to Paul And Kirk and Tilly For his call This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're back after the travel With Stephen 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson here with me, Alison Conroy, until seven o'clock tonight on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Let's go back onto the phones and John and Bishopton's given us a call. Hello, John. Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you. Good, good. I just want to make a point about um, Fraser Foster and Celtic and also why um, Rangers won't stop Celtic uh, getting 10 in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing with Fraser Forster is that Fraser Forster came up and had an amazing season um, for himself and um, has obviously went back down the road. I think there's negotiation going on just now and hopefully, keep your fingers crossed, that we can get him back because he had a sensational season and won his a cup as well on his own. Um, so I would love to see that happening as well as everyone else, I'm sure. Well, the Celtic supporters would love that too. The other thing, my second point would basically be that Stephen Gerrard and Rangers will not stop Celtic 10 in a row. And here's the reason why. Stephen Gerrard, as a manager, has got a win rate of just over 60.2%. And John Barnes had a win rate of 65.5% and that's why he won't win sorry won't stop Celtic winning 10 in a row sorry I'll run upstairs <laughs> well not well listen he's I'm sure Stephen Gerrard would like a higher one percentage in that but what it doesn't tell you John is what's going to happen this season I mean that's his one percentage till now um, so it could be totally different at the end of next season, and I'm sure Neil Lennon but is well, well aware of, uh, yeah. of that challenge, and 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 he won't be complacent and looking at his one percentage and going, "This will be an easy ride." It certainly won't. I'll tell you that. Well, Mark, I I disagree with you, and let me tell you why. Rangers have given him lots of money, more than any other manager since they came back to the league. Now. That money will not be available. It can't be available time after time. And if the if the, the league would have continued, and I'm absolutely upset that it, it didn't, because Celtic would have won with a bigger margin. And this pandemic has basically hidden um, the failures of Stephen Gerrard. I've got friends who are Ranger supporters, go to games, you know, at home and in a way. And they have told me the, the things that I'm telling you. But I, I think there will, will be a lot of people who who might be a similar opinion that uh, uh, from January to the close of play in March, and how Rangers played mm. and how far Celtic stretched their lead, um, 
I think there would be Rangers fans out there thinking, um, you know, is this the right man to, to stop Celtic doing 10 in a row? He's, he's had a couple of cracks at it. He's had a lot of money. A lot of players have come in. Maybe it is time for a change. On the flip side, I do think there's a, a lot of fans who, who idolise Steven Gerrard and probably can see him do no wrong at the club. Uh, and and obviously the, the pandemic's hit and... Yeah, I think a lot of it has been brushed under the carpet the, the, the form at the tail end You know, away at Tynecastle and, and things like that And the cup, incredibly poor From the way where Rangers were in the first half of the season So you just wonder what would have happened um, It was a, a, a huge decision Steve Gerrard signed a new contract But it was still a huge decision for the Rangers board To, to then say, no, we're sticking by you And we're going to back you all the way Now in terms of the money can't keep coming. Well, they signed Hadji for, what was it, three million quid mm. not so long ago. And you're thinking, well, I mean, that's that's a show of faith right there. You know, he came, he was on loan. Um, you know, I, I, I personally think it's a good signing. Um, but to hand over three million quid, it shows that the Rangers board are, are prepared to give them money. They, they know there's, they need to strengthen their squad in terms yeah. of this massive season. Well, they have to, because what, what it did show, it showed the feelings in Rangers squad last season. You know, centre halves were 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 good sometimes, but got found wanting a lot of times. So probably that needs to be strengthened. The the striker situation is still up for debate about Morelos. We spoke about it last week, so you wonder if that will be strengthened. There is positions that Steven Gerrard needs to fill, and it's a big season. And if the Rangers board have any money <laughs> or can think of getting any money free I don't know where they have to give it to the manager to strengthen because it is the big, one of the biggest seasons in their history John also picked up on Fraser Forster and how much as every Celtic fan has said that's called in mm. how much they would like to have him back now no. the deal isn't completely no dead, dead yeah. it's still on the table yeah. but you know you're looking at a player who's on 92,000 I think Celtic's option he wanted him back for a, another loan yeah. Season now they would then pay, pay a percentage of that wage now, which was still well and above what probably every other Celtic player yeah. is paid because they're paying a percentage. But Fraser Forster's looking at it and thinking, I "Don't think I want another loan deal. He wants to go somewhere and feel settled." Well, yeah. I, I get that for some players, but I, to be honest, Fraser Forster he should feel settled at Celtic. Mm-hmm. I think if you've had a loan spell at a club that you've been to previous and you know everything about the club. And you know the manager It's not as if You're having to go again To another club Impress the manager Find surroundings Fraser Foster knows the city He knows the club And he and knows how much He's valued by The Celtic fans Exactly I mean I don't think There'll be one Celtic fan out there Who will say Oh we don't want Fraser Foster We'll get Joe Harton instead I think everybody Would want Fraser Foster So I think it's in, It's an incredibly Frustrating situation For Neil Lennon We heard him last week Now I thought the deal Was was dead last week Mm -hmm. But then we heard Neil coming out A few days ago And say well We've agreed terms It's all went a wee bit quiet On Fraser Forster's front And it's up to the player Now you would think A a lot of Celtic fans Will just think Well the word of the club It should be enough As to some people Some Some other people Some foreigners Some English Players Might have Other aspirations So it's it's not uh, life consuming to some people, but I would have thought Fraser Foster we what you know Neil gave him his chance really right at the start uh, his career he's went on had a, a an amazing career and he's gave him a, another shot at coming from Southampton and he's kind of rejuvenated his mm-hmm. career again 
you would think he would want to be there as part of the 10 but I get when you're on 92 grand a week I don't know you know you might not want to consider taking any drop in your wage yep. but that's that's a modern day player How long does Celtic give it? Of course uh, that deal is on the table but the season is three weeks away I think you give it to the very last second I don't think you, you cut your nose off to spite your face here and say, oh, we'll walk away from this. I think mm-hmm. with a, a keeper with the quality of Fraser Foster and what he's he's done for Celtic in the past, you give this to the very last second and maybe have your eye on, on a replacement or bring in another goal. You've got Scott Bain there. Maybe bring in someone else. You're always going to need three top-class goalkeepers just in case. So bring someone else in, but give the Fraser Foster one as long as you can. Some signing news today. Chris Long is back at Motherwell. He, of course, left at the end of last season when his deal ran out. He's back at Fir Park on a one-year contract. Did you see how they announced it? <sighs> Got his own billboard. Yep. Yeah. He's like a Hollywood superstar there. You I often see big, big yeah, movie just, stars on these, but there he is, Chris it, Long. It just appeared up last uh-huh. night in Motherwell. Not a peep from the club till today. They just put it out there, left the fans. Brilliant, yeah. That's... That's an inventive way of yeah. announcing signings. I never never got that, Alison. When I, <laughs> I went back to Dundee United for the second time, I thought, "Welcome to Dundee." Nah, no, didn't nothing. Didn't get that, but I could. But I think it's I think it's a good bit of business. I really do. I think he done well for the club. Um, hungry player, you know, young enough. Um, now I think that's. I think Motherwell are are, are ticking along quite nicely. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to do too much. Uh, to the squad but they've always got this way of, of finding James from down south as well that, that nobody's ever heard of and bringing him in and you know that'll, that'll be interesting to see who Stephen Robinson how he adds one or two to that squad Billy Gilmore oh it's devastating news <laughs> yeah. Scotland fans crying you know, we're all over the country to, to, talking to Steve Clark the other week and kind of mentioned Billy Gilmore and he said you know Billy needs to play a little bit for Chelsea he's not played much since the the, st- the season got back underway and you know there's other players and obviously he's not been in the Scotland you know he was stayed with the under 21s mm. the last time but he's come on so much since then looking promising we've got this playoff and I was going Billy Gilmore is he going to be in that squad he could be out for four months oh, with an injury it's, it's terrible news because he's through all this and with English football starting a wee bit ahead of ours I says oh, it's a wee bit boring and don't really watch it doesn't mean anything or, mm. or a lot to us but Billy Gilmore when he's playing you know, you instantly want to watch this guy. And it excites us. It excites the, the Scottish fans. And he should have been in this squad. I, I, in fact, I've no doubt he would have been in the upcoming squads. And it, look, it's just a knockback for, for the young lad. He'll, he'll have loads of them in his career. Mm-hmm. But what a start he's had to his Chelsea career. Four months. I mean, he's just had four months out there. So incredibly frustrating time for him. But he's working with the best people down there. Best rehab. So I'm sure he'll come back a stronger player. And when we look at Scotland, speaking to Steve Clark, we're going, do you know, it's probably a positive. All these players that have been out injured, they'll be coming back, you know, mm. McGinn, etc. They'll all be coming back in. They'll be fit to play. And you're thinking, brilliant, Scotland's chance, big games. The injuries are going to well, start. The thing Hopefully is, not I, too many I was going injuries. to say, these boys have had a four-month layoff and they're getting back to, to playing. You just hope that their physical condition, that's what pre-season, that's why these pre-seasons are so important. To get everything right, to, to, to get back up to speed without the risk of pulling uh, anything or picking up serious injuries. And Steve Clark, honestly, he must be delighted that football's back and the prospect of these games coming up. But he must be thinking, look, we don't want to lose any of our top players here. You know, we need everybody to get through. And Billy Gilmore is a big blow at this minute. 
That is about it for tonight. Andrew McLean will be back on Monday with Hugh Keevans. Thank you for your calls. Thank you for listening. George is up next with GBX.